Check one, check two, check one, check two. It's G from the Academy. Continuing the conversation, I'm putting a call through to Melissa. And we're going to find out where she is and what she's up to. She runs the podcast Raw Relationships, or at least she did until she found more interesting things to do in her life. Let's uh, click the uh, call button on Facebook, there we go, and see if there's somebody at the other end. It's catch-up time. It's it's, it's catch-up time. It's catch-up time. <laughs> oh my gosh, so much, has, so much has happened, so much has changed around here, I imagine for you as well. Oh my god, um, um, like a, a a tidal wave under the bridge, <laughs> not just hmm. not just a little bit of water. Yes, right? all good, I hope. Um, I, I think so. I could laugh about it. So uh, <laughs> that's a good thing then. <laughs> so 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 that's okay. Yeah. Um, where where did it begin? When when was the last time we connected with each other? When when, when was, was that? I was trying to figure that out, and I, it, it's been a while. I think it was just after Bradley had his seizure, I believe. Oh, my God. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that you were really busy with, uh, with family stuff, obviously, around mm -hmm. that time. And I think, uh, I think I tried to get in touch with you a little bit af after that to, uh, to catch up and check uh, how things were going. Yeah. But when, but when was that, that? was that? That's just about a year ago. It's coming up here. Wow. Yeah, on the 28th of September, it'll be a year since he, since he had that seizure. So it's. it's how how is how, how is he? How, how is he? He's now? good. He's yeah. good. He hasn't had another one. Um, we have regular visits with our neuro, neurologist and the mm -hmm. pediatrician, and mm -hmm. he's doing good. He is on medication to stop them if they do come. So chances are he shouldn't have another one being on the medication unless it's not working or the dosage is off okay uh, but yeah he's he's doing good he's come back from all the because he had some issues uh, when he first started taking the medication it made him very angry um, his mm -hmm. brain did not like it <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I've gotten used to it <laughs> or if it's okay. gotten better <laughs> wow wow yeah, but he's doing good. Everybody's doing good. We uh, decided to homeschool this year, which is super exciting, and I'm happy that I did it on That's every account. Cool. Yeah, I was a little worried, and uh, but because of the fear of him having another seizure, it's like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to do this. I'm home because I'm home working from home anyways, so... I don't, there's no reason I can't do it. And we, we have the luxury uh, where I live in that we can do what's called unschooling. Um, so it's pretty much I teach him uh, there's certain outcomes that have to come from learning that comes from the mm -hmm. government, and I have to teach him that. And as long as I'm following those outcomes, it doesn't matter what I'm teaching him. Um, so when he bakes a cake with me, that's teaching, <laughs> that's learning, that's fractions, that's measurements. It's, they take all of that into account. So it's really awesome. And the plus part is the government refunds um, 
up to eight hundred dollars a year for fees and and stuff like that. So that's wow. kind of a nice thing as well. Yeah, so, it's, prob- it's probably the you're probably living in the only place in the world that does that. It may that, be. It may be. I don't where, where think the, they the, like doing it. <laughs> yeah, did the government like giving anything to anybody? Um, I think no. they like keeping it for themselves, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like to keep it for themselves and prolong suffering for everyone. But it would make sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, it kind of makes sense to sort of pay the parents to teach mm-hmm. their children that that in my mind that kind of kind of makes sense and then when you when you when you work out like how much money government pays per student to mm-hmm. uh, to run education yeah. and you've got you've got the schools you've got the extra activities you've got the I mean, schools are massive buildings that take a lot of maintenance and energy and yeah. then you've uh, got uh the whole process of administration and books and materials and uh the pen all of the teachers and guidance counselors and whoever else whatever else security mm-hmm. janitor whatever else is going on there yeah, they need um, security guards here now yeah i know and security guards in our schools now yeah because, because school exactly. is dangerous right instant that is that is so true like that i'm so glad i homeschooled for that reason because we moved from a tiny community to the city and my eyes have been opened very widely about what's going on that i kind of hid my head in the sand for many years because i just didn't we lived on an acreage and it was great yeah. there it was quiet but here not so much i kicked people out of my yard this morning 4 30 in the morning there oh and then they say we're picking apples like seriously you're not crawling the alleys at night picking apples i know what you're up to <laughs> you need to get yeah. out of here but it's horrible like the drugs and stuff so i'm i'm so happy to be homeschooling for that reason as well just safety and security well some of my friends homeschool uh and of you know, of course we homeschool as well and mm-hmm. uh but <laughs> i don't know for i'm just i'm just so anti-establishment education systems of course i'm for learning right oh I for just, sure i, for I sure. just think that systems only work when you integrate them with other systems and i don't think people are systems so uh mm-hmm. i am um, kind of i think it would be that. different if they had a different curriculum you know what i mean like mm-hmm. if they focused on stuff that actually really matters like mental health like okay. relationship skills right but you don't te- you don't get taught any of that maybe a little bit in kindergarten you learn how to sort out your differences with other kids but mm-hmm. it's not you know it's not like it is once you get into high school they just don't teach anything and with this parent led unschooling it's like if the kids interested in it you build on it you know, yeah. if the kid want only wants to know about bugs, there's a million things you can know about bugs. So let them learn about bugs. <laughs> oh yeah, you there's know? there's a general line of thought that says there's nothing more insane than being stuck in a chemistry class when you want to do art, or be stuck yeah. in an art class when you want to do chemistry. And the idea that between 11:30 and 12:30 every week you should study the same specific material and specific subject is kind of insane because if you forced everybody to 
live like that, then we wouldn't mm -hmm. really get very far. I mean, they've, they've, yeah. we've tried it for a hundred years and it hasn't worked very well. IQ levels are not really increasing very much. And, um, yeah. and the, uh, the aggressive nature of schools is quite terrible now. Like my, my friends uh, took their kids sort of out, out of homeschooling and put them back into schools and said that they couldn't handle the aggression of the other children. So I had to take them back mm -hmm. out and homeschool again because yeah. the homeschooling kids are just not used to people being aggressive all the time. Yeah, well, that's uh, just it. Yeah. They, they, and don't usually, under, they don't understand it because, you know, why, why can't you just be nice to each other? Yeah, well, and I think that's a lot of, you know, the world today. I'm, I'm realizing, like, being on Facebook is the most toxic thing I think that anybody can be on because so many people have such an opinion and they're violent, they're hateful if they don't agree with your opinion. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just ridiculous. I watch yeah. things on there and I'm like, and I try not to comment, but sometimes I can't help myself. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but again, it's the exact same thing, right? It's like, it's so easy to just put your opinion out there without any facts or, you know, anything like yeah. that. And it's, it, yeah, you yeah. can't, you can't have uh, a decent conversation through... Mm -hmm writing comments on Facebook. Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like the people who designed it knew what they were doing and they knew that it would create division because oh, I think so, you, you sure. can't, you know, you can't uh, really, you, can, you can't really agree to disagree because nobody gets a chance to fully explain their perspective. And people are so triggered by phrases and words and the mm -hmm. fact that two people can have slightly different definitions of the same word, which can mm -hmm, lead mm -hmm. to horrible problems because the, yeah. you, cause you, you, you never, you can never agree if your definitions are different. Right. But, but, but if it's yours, it's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Abs abs absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I was, uh, what was, I was having a, debate with my partner this morning about the definition of a word and she was saying well this is negative and I was like well it's kind of neutral from my perspective so I don't see, mm -hmm. see it, mm -hmm. see it yeah, as bad that's all it is is perspective yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. and, and we're, we're able to discuss it and uh, you know figure out a, a path through the problem through the conversation but there's no way you could do that on Facebook oh because, god no no. Everyone's talking to them. Everyone's talking to themselves. That's one of the main. They are well. that. That is exactly it. And you know what? The other thing I found is, like, I'm a huge believer in listening. So mm -hmm. instead of listening to come up with a response, I'm listening mm -hmm. to listen to a person. Whereas, oh, yeah. when you're reading, they don't read. They read to the point that sets them off, and then they start typing <laughs> before yeah, they've wow. even read the whole comment or post or whatever, right? And I've caught myself mm -hmm. doing it. And yeah. then I go, whoa, self, go back and read all of it and then form an opinion and then decide, do I need to put my opinion out there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? oh this, listening is such a difficult art. I mean, for me personally, mm -hmm. because I, I realized a long time ago that my response to people's statements and opinions was... Um, was forming before they finished their sentences. That's right. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. And and therefore that meant that I wasn't fully listening to what it was that they were what, what it was that they were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> excuse yeah. me one second. Jazz, my my daughter's uh, one of my daughters has come in the room. Jazz, what, can oh, I help no you? Worry. Can I help you with something? Well, I just wanted to come. You wanted to be here? Yeah. Okay, oh. you can. Well, I for you. <laughs> oh, you brought me Pooh Bear, yeah? Uh okay, okay, thank you. Do you wanna do you wanna lie down? Cause I'm in I'm in the bedroom right now. Do you wanna lie down with the with the Pooh Bear? And cuddle him? Okay, there we go. Um. <laughs> There we go. Gotta so, children. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, listening and it's you know it it's crazy that you should say that because um, I write uh, I write a lot of articles and um, I just finished one this morning and the first line was about exactly what you said. Yeah. Yeah. It was exactly yeah. what it's the first line. I'm just gonna pull it up on my computer here the first line was you either want to listen intently or you are just waiting to speak whatever is on your mind yeah yeah amen to that yeah and and people are are uh <laughs> most people are just getting off their chest whatever's on their chest so that they can move on to something else it's not real communication through facebook and it's it's caused more division than than anything else and um you know i think i said maybe in our conversations of like probably back over over a year ago that i was i was thrown off of every homeschool community on facebook i was thrown off all of the homeschool communities and i still don't really understand why but people made up stories Mm -hmm. and then banned me (laughs) Oh yeah, and it's like well, that's just it. And what? The other thing too is they're like a mob mentality too, right? Like it's us against you. Um, Whatever division you're in, like I'm in anti-vax groups because I don't believe in vaccinating, and they're Mm -hmm. they're attacking each other. And ultimately, they have the exact same belief, but they're still attacking each other. (laughs) Oh yeah, it doesn't even make sense. And well, one person controls a group, so if they don't understand, they don't believe in something you say, they can just take you off. Oh yeah, it's, and I'm it's, like, it doesn't make sense. What's well, insane? I had one group. Oh, I, I had one group online say that we don't believe that you are a homeschooling parent. That's why we are removing you from this group. And I've, I personally have been invited to speak at the World Homeschooling Conference. Yeah, because of my right. work in schools that I did out in Europe. So, um, it, it's, mm-hmm. it, I, I don't know if people just make up stuff and then believe it and then base their mm-hmm. life upon what they've made up. And, and, right. or, or whether it's, as, as you said, they, they have a leader and whatever the leader says is right and everybody exists mm-hmm. to defend the leader's perspective and, yeah. and, and, and position. It, it's, it's like some, it, it, it's like the cult where you can't, you know, criticize the cult leader because the cult was, because the leader was perfect. And it's like, well, no, okay, yeah. nobody's perfect. We've all got flaws. Yeah. And we all need to, you know, correct little things every now and then. So yeah, well, um, that's just it, and it's mm-hmm. not, uh, it's not about like some people I think have beliefs, um, and that it's hard to shift that. Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now mine are squealing. Um, that's my, okay. 
my point was, if we have a belief, we're usually pretty f stuck and firm on it. Um, like the whole I'm dealing with right now, I've been fighting, yeah. helping. Um, a Hello. It's worth. Oh. We so we we dropped out for a few secs there. I'm sorry. Uh, can oh, you... I probably went too far. There we go. Is that better? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, what have yeah, what, so what have you been with doing? A lot of division. I've been meeting with the government to um, kind of help the citizens where I live because we have a major drug crisis, just like everywhere right now. Um, in the province that we live in, which is, mm -hmm. I don't know, I want to say half a million people, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, we have four people a day dying in, just in the city that I'm in, which is 100,000, um, because of the fentanyl and all these drugs being tainted and people are overdosing. So uh, the government has put in each city, each big mm -hmm. city, in the province, province which there's seven, they've put in some what's called safe injection sites. So these people are able to buy their drugs off the street and then they go to the site and they're supervised to do the drug and then if they overdose, um, they're shot with another, it's called Narcan, and uh, then they're brought back to life and then they're sent off to go and do door more drugs. <laughs> And in my mind, is ludicrous. Um, so well, it's more, since it's, I've moved it's here, worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I started a group because noticed a lot of um, people, because there's a lot of crime based on that drug. Now we have a lot of crime. People are stealing things out of your backyard. Like you, can, you, can, you can't even put lawn, lawn ornaments on your lawn. They'll come and take them because they can go turn around and sell them for 20 bucks to buy half a day of heroin or whatever they're on, right? So I was on That's the crime mental. pages. Oh, it's ridiculous. So I was on the crime pages, and I kept seeing all this stuff and then dealing with it here on the property, and I was like, something has to be done, but they're just complaining about it, and they're fighting about it because there's the ones that want these sites because it saves mm -hmm. lives, which the facts mm -hmm. state it does save lives, but <laughs> it also has a fallout that comes with it on society. Um, so I've been, for the last probably three, four months, I've been really um, rallying with the citizens in my area, trying to come up with solutions, not just mm -hmm. um, but come up with some solutions to the government. And I actually, just last week, I actually got a meeting with the government panel um, to propose my solutions and all this kind of stuff. And um, they came to the city and they did an open town hall so everybody could stand up, you know, how it's affecting them, good or bad. And uh, I went to that. So um, the next day after that, uh, the government proposed $101 million towards rehab um, and 4000 detox beds for Albertans, like for the people of the province. So I think the word is working. <laughs> it's, wow. it's a good start, but I think there needs to be obviously more. But I don't know. Um, the one site that we have here is just a temporary thing, and their license runs out the end of the month. So it may be gone 
which would be good in a way, but not in other ways, right? Because people will die. That's not going to go away. Um, but my hope is on to the other cities that have them. <laughs> and we can clean up this city, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, well, you want to yeah, ship all the druggies to an island and let them fight it mm -hmm. out between themselves. You know, and, and, well, that's just and, it. It's it's a tough one. It's like uh, my biggest thing is I kind of see both sides. So I see mm -hmm. how they got that way, whether it be mm -hmm. from a doctor or whether it be a shitty childhood. You know what I mean? Um, but a choice is always in that. My other yeah. thought is... Yeah. I, uh, going back to the whole thing is drugs in Canada have been illegal since 1929. That's 90 years of being told drugs are bad, drugs are not good, you go to jail, blah, blah, blah. So you can't think it, yeah. and I told the government, because they're trying to destigmatize drugs, drugs have been stigmatized for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it's, well... Legalize everything, put users on prescription, and uh, nobody yeah. has to hide anything anymore. Um, How does that make any sense? Um, well, how does anything make any sense? Um, this is true, I guess. I, it, <laughs> I just shake my head. I'm like, what? No. Like, BC, the next province over is putting vending machines of drugs in Vancouver. They're going to put vending what? machines. Yes. I can, I'll send you the article. It's ridiculous. They're gonna, it's a prescribed thing, so they'll have to use a fingerprint. But who, they're going to go and sell the drugs. Like, of course, you can't, you can't copy a fingerprint, can you? Like, like, like yeah. everyone's seen in films, like two seconds mm -hmm. it takes to copy a fingerprint, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And it's, it's not like... <laughs> like, if, if people could steal whole, like, Bankomat cash hole in the wall machines, right? Yeah. Putting a vending machine for the drugs. I mean, that's that, that's 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 not tempting fate, is it at all? Yeah, oh, like and and to put to do that, to put it on the street, like that's okay. That's normal. It's okay. It's okay to walk yeah. downtown and see people with knives just standing there, like. What the hell? I drove downtown yesterday and I, w I went to Bingo. I like to go to Bingo just to get away from the kids and mm -hmm. just be by myself and maybe win some money. Um, but I, I go there and there's like seven homeless drug addicts outside of the Bingo Hall and I'm like, I do not want to walk away from my car right now. Like, mm -hmm. what's to say? I drive a brand new car. <laughs> this oh, is yeah. not good. Yeah. I'm in the wrong area yeah, of town. New is... Um, new is... <laughs> new is kind of, I don't I don't I don't go for new new I just no, don't I just God, don't bother no. anymore I would just uh, like worry that something's gonna happen to it mm -hmm. I don't, I just, yeah I'm just like I don't I don't I don't need that stress right I know I told my husband today he took my car uh, he has to go for some breathing tests and he, I said to him, I said, if you're going to wreck my car, make sure you wreck it good. <laughs> He's like, write it off? I said, yes. <laughs> don't oh, yeah. just wreck it a little bit. <laughs> oh, the, the last time. Because to the, which is about a million people there. 
Uh, last time my car got hit, which uh, people people seem to want to drive into my car, which happened like oh, no. <laughs> five five or six times. Yeah, and the oh. last time somebody drove into my car, I was just like, uh, whatever. <laughs> it's just like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not It'll even. Just I'm not match even, the other dance. <laughs> I'm just like I'm not even gonna go to the garage. I'm not even. Mm -hmm. gonna, I'm not even gonna worry about it. I'm just gonna drive around with this big dent in my car, and people can go, "There's a dent in your car," and I can go, "Yep." <laughs> there will be another one next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. That's that's it. Yeah. I just uh, collect, I think. Um, yeah. And 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 just oh, I don't I just not not worry about that um, too much. I, I think people stress stress out too much about those uh, elements of life. Look, it's nice to have yeah. nice things, but uh, oh my god, yeah. don't put that cup on the dresser because you might leave a mark. Oh, oh I know, I know, right? I know. I had a lady come here the other day. I, I was selling a table, my kitchen table, because I've just had enough of it and I want something new. And she's like, she's like, well, and I paid like $900 for it, plus I redid the seats and that cost me 80 bucks. So it's not like I've got a thousand bucks into this stupid uh, table, and I was asking two hundred and twenty-five dollars for it. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, she's getting a deal, right? Yeah, and she's yeah. picking apart everything. She's like, uh, "Well, there's this on there, there's that on there." I'm like, "Do you see? I have two little boys. <laughs> <laughs> you are yeah. gonna have to clean it. <laughs> like, I'm, t I'm not cleaning it either. <laughs> you can take it. You can clean it. You can do whatever you want." And she's like, well, yeah. would you take 200 I'm like, no, 225 because mm -hmm. I'm without a table. I have no table. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to get another table. So, yeah. seriously. And she ended up paying 225 for it. <laughs> she wanted oh. it bad enough, but she tried taking it away. <laughs> but I'm yeah. the same way. I don't care. Paint on the table. I'll just repaint it. No big deal. <laughs> well, I know I know that people can be talked down with things, and I know that for some people that's, that's kind of enjoyment and barter mm -hmm. and fun and uh, on yeah. the on the business side of things there's all this negotiation and can you get a better deal and for me I'm just like speed is what interests me so I'm like I'm like how much you want for it that okay yeah <laughs> okay yeah. If, if that's if that's what you if that's what makes you happy then mm -hmm. fair enough and uh, there you go well and and it's if like, not then find it cheaper somewhere else right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Jeez. I'll just, I'll just, I, I'm not even gonna barter up and down. I'm just gonna say, I've got this. Do you want to take it? Blah blah blah. And, and yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to persuade someone to do something that they don't want to do anyway. Um, yeah. which is kind of weird because in business there's a lot of the, uh, well, <laughs> it's it, there are things that are good for people that they don't know are actually good for them, and it yeah. does work out better at the end of the day. But but ah, uh, mm -hmm. uh, just not. I'm not. I'm not bothered. I've got this. If you want it, yeah, I'm not gonna stuff it down your throat or tell you it's gonna save your life because it probably won't. So um, yeah, yeah. Well, so, so whatever. Just, 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 just leave it. Let it go. But um, it's uh, the 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 drug thing is is kind of uh, is is kind of crazy. And uh, well, it is. It's it's, it's ridiculous. It's an undercurrent in societies everywhere. Like um. There's an element to it in the community that I'm in, in the north of Scotland right now, and mm -hmm. nobody wants to talk about it. And people, you know, want to pretend that it, that it, that it doesn't exist. And 
it doesn't get better, you know. It's sweeping mm -hmm. things under the carpet just no. makes a bigger mess under the carpet, right? Well, I and, think and... there has to be a middle ground, right? Like, I think sweeping it under the carpet doesn't work because then there's shame and and all that attached to it. But at the same time, the thing if if you're a drug user and the things you're doing are shameful, then you call a spade a spade, right? <laughs> like, if you're out stealing to get your drugs and that's wrong it's against the law you should be in jail what's wrong like, what's having like if you can have a shop which sells all different types of alcohol why can't you have yeah. a shop that sells all different types of drugs and well, people who want to that's people what who, they're pushing for here that's, well people who want to get now, messed up we now have legal marijuana so you can go to a marijuana shop and buy it mm -hmm. and smoke it you can't smoke it like in public um, but you can buy it and you can have it in your purse. Say, oh, that's even, that, that, I mean, that, that gets ridiculous as well. Cause, um, well, the government is just turning into a drug dealer. That's all it is. Like, well, as you know, as if it, well, that's how... It's always been a drug dealer, though. Um, I suppose, I mean, with pharmaceuticals, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, look, look back down throughout history. You either make your money legally or illegally. And... Uh, yeah. Um, if government regulates it, it can tax it, and uh, the reason why people are involved in it is because the government's not regulating it. It's not taxed, and you know the profit is 100%. You know, in your pocket, you're right. not you're not paying taxes off it. So, um, if you suddenly tax it, then if you legalize it, then you you tax it, and if you tax it, it becomes less interesting, and people go and do something else. So. Um, There'll always be a certain element of society that's that, that's messed up because society is like that. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I think that the most ridiculous thing for me is taking money from people doing good things and spending yeah. it on people doing bad things. Right? Yeah, yeah, and so, that's what has the citizens here like really pissed. They're like, we pay well, you tax can't, dollars for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Well, you can't. Let's take a really bad example. You can't build schools if you're spending all your money, you know, mm -hmm. buying beds for druggies. So yeah, yeah, um, it's um, it's it, it's symbolic of a broken society. It's been down, it's yeah. been that way down throughout history. I mean, China fell apart about you know 300, 400 years ago because of drugs, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's used to debase every society i mean just um use a search engine and type in a cia plane full of drugs crash land somewhere and you're gonna like have one million hits right about um governments flying drugs in and out of countries the government knows where the, the drugs are um right all of the time because um there's cameras and microphones everywhere everybody knows what everybody is doing Right. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. the, the police know what all the criminals are doing. The criminals know what all the police is doing. If you are a criminal, say you were a criminal 60, 70 years ago, it's very simple. You, you have half a brain and you go, right, well, we'll just get some of our family to join the police force and then we'll always have someone on the inside. And then we won't have any problems because we'll always have someone on the inside. So it takes five years to train someone and solve that problem. So, um, right. So the the criminals always take over the law enforcement agencies. The idea that there's a good 
Sherlock Holmes or I don't fucking know Dempsey <laughs> piece or Cagney and Lacey or Magnum yeah. PI. The idea that there's some good James Bond guy there on uh, on the inside that's going to save everyone is is just it's just yeah. it, it, it just bull, right? So yeah. Well, so, they may try, but they would never get very far, right? Because I think there's probably more bad than good. Well, look, like I'm, I'm 44 years old, and I'm still waiting for a good example, right? Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen one. I, I know good people that have been in the police force, and they've lasted about five minutes. What about <laughs> what about Trump? What do you think about Trump? Um. Well, <laughs> there, there, there's a tangent in the conversation. <laughs> Sorry, um, let's just get all what political. Do you, what, what do you think about the third moon on the fourth quadrant of planet X and the fifth vector of the Milky Way? I don't know. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, one. Okay, here, here's the problem for me. One man can't really change a lot of things all he can do is take a lot of blame for what a lot of people are doing government is is such a sprawling metropolis of organizations and mini organizations and and uh good people working for bad people that um yeah. i'm pretty sure that uh Trump is surrounded by a whole bunch of people who tell him what they want him to hear and the top of the pyramid has very little idea what's happening at the bottom of the pyramid. Um, the lesser of the lesser of two evils is still a bad choice. Um, transparency, I'm in essence a Trump supporter, but I think that's just the alpha male looking in the mirror and saying, saying um, that I like the things that reflect the positive parts of my own characteristics and just ignoring all the negativity going on right. um right. i haven't followed it too closely for the last six months because i sort of felt that i knew which direction it was it was going in trump got in as a rebel but he was very quickly shut down and controlled um he's had his little wars that he's been able to fight against people and uh he's won a lot of them um but the giant pharma military industrial complex marches on um i'm not aware of too much of the recent inside information and i'm it, it's hard at the top to keep everybody happy it seems to me everything's just marched on it seems yeah. to me pretty yeah. much pretty much everything has continued in exactly the same direction as mm. it always has done um because he's held back you think or 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 it was a great bait and switch you know they right. they they had us believing that here was someone different and he wasn't really that that different and you know the, the cult of personality is dangerous in leadership yeah because yeah. there's Trump says what he thinks, and I love that because I say what I yeah. think. But that doesn't yeah. mean that's a good thing because mm-hmm. you you want someone who's uh, educated and eloquent and maybe partly philosophical and right. able 
to reason through 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 arguments and say no to obvious hikes in military spending for god knows what um mm-hmm. and i think that that's I, th- I think he's done an amazing job in the position that he's been put into but nothing's changed yeah and yeah. that's that's frustrating because that just spells the end yeah yeah because because it was it was it was trump will change something or nothing will ever change and there's um there's a canadian broadcaster called alan watt who's actually scottish but lives in canada and he did lots of presentations uh several years ago about this this, the, the giant machine of of government and how the long term uh, the, the the outcome of what's going to happen is that people are going to be tired of democracy not actually being able to change anything and right. are going to revert back to uh, acquiescence to some kind of automatic leadership without any question oh, and okay. if you look at what's been happening across Europe recently a lot of political leaderships have changed without any voting oh okay so for example the prime minister in britain changed about a month ago i don't know i'm not i don't even follow politics right so i can't remember it's like a month or or probably maybe it might even be two months ago now yeah could have been a year hell (laughs) yeah yeah i don't i don't even know i was just like i was like in some shop like buying some groceries and there was like a front page on the newspaper about the the new prime minister and i'm like ah whatever <laughs> i have no idea and um and nobody voted oh right there was there was no there was no election oh. and if you look across europe there have been a large number of leadership changes with no elections interesting and it we we seem to this, we, we, we've got this democratic fatigue where, especially within Europe now, where there are so many elections and people don't even know who they're voting for or what they're voting for, right. that, that people are just tired and nothing really, nothing really changes. There's no real representative yeah. de- democracy as far as I can see. So, um, I as far as I can see, democracy died somewhere between 1960 and 1980, and uh, um, hasn't really returned much. So, what, which, what do you think took its place then? Um, drugs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, do you do you, do you, do you look? The, okay, here's 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 my take on this. It's kind of controversial, but we'll we'll go for it anyway, right? controversy is good controversy is good allowing allowing everybody to vote is fucking stupid right Mm. and i'll tell you why because you want your doctor to make decisions about your health they want the mechanic to make decisions about your car you want the electrician to sort out the electrics in your home right you want the builder Mm -hmm. to put the bricks together yeah yeah and these people are all the people know about the things that they know about and you you want the tattoo artists to give you the tattoo right well whatever yeah. right um um so 
we accept the fact that we allow these people to do more, but you don't want the woman serving at the counter in the grocery store to give you your tattoo or operate on you or fix your car, right? Mm -hmm. So if you wouldn't allow these people to do these important actions, how come you get them to decide the future of your country when they've got no clue about um, micro and macroeconomics? Yeah, as, exactly. as, as a starting point. So yeah. getting people to vote about things they don't know is just ridiculously stupid. Mm-hmm. Now, eight out of 10 people have no idea what's going on most of the time. That's um, right. yeah. And that's the majority. Yeah. So the minority, who, underst- the minority yeah. who understand what's going on will always be outvoted by the majority of idiots. Mm-hmm. For that reason, democracy can't work. Right. It can't. It, look, it's a nice idea for families and small communities and the business boardrooms. Yeah. But it's an absolutely terrible way to uh, look. It's it's fine for picking your football team, right? But it, you yeah. wouldn't want to run a country based on that principle. So yeah. well, so great. so let's step back to the original Republican model, which is that in order to vote you had to have a certain position within society in order to vote on the leadership of society. You had to have a certain position. Now, I break this down to either a certain amount of wealth or a certain amount of property or the ability to, or the running of a business. So if you have a certain amount of wealth or a certain amount of property or you own your own business, mm-hmm. you can vote. Otherwise, not. Therefore, those who have responsibilities and the ability to deal with responsibilities have an idea about what is what is better for 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 people and society. And that which will never happen is the only solution, because Hugo is that everybody must be equal, which is just ridiculously ridiculous. stupid so so you've got the university professor who's written 20 books and is sitting you know in 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 his office and understands his subject inside inside out and um is 70 years old you're telling me his vote or her vote is equal to a 20 year old drug addict yeah exactly i mean that's that 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 that's madness that's yeah. absolute yeah. madness. So and that's everywhere, right? I think. Well, like, well, this 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 push for equality. You know, equality is a Marxist concept. That people oh, forget. It drives me crazy. I I just mm. don't. So, yeah. Not all things are equal. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, nothing. Same as people, right? I don't know. I Look, think in some ways we're human. We're equal in the fact that we're human and we have yeah. blood and organs. Some of us don't even have those. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Well, still, look, standardization works really well if you're building computers or um, you're producing furniture or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you want all the chairs to be the same height, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of it kind of makes makes sense, but you don't want all the people to be the same height. No. Uh, and so this, the the way in which society is organized is 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 dire because it becomes about it becomes about influence. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you could, 
whoever can influence the most people is going to have the most power. But mm-hmm. that, that's got, there, there's nothing about morality, nothing about virtue, nothing about ethics in mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Just whoever can influence the most people, which, um, which can, you, you, you know, there are educated people who can, who can do it, but be, even being educated doesn't mean good or bad, right? Mm-mm. No. So, you know, I seen mm-hmm. a thing about, you know, who Jay Shetty is? Uh, he does a bunch of inspirational, he's an influencer. In yeah, I, d- I only know because um, I watched an interview with, Lewis Howes, who's a podcaster, he has a school of greatness, and he mentioned that this person started a podcast and became very influential very quickly. But I've got no idea who he really is, but I know that people listen to him. Apparently, he's just stealing quotes from other people. So he's really Mm -hmm. a good actor, apparently. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much truth there is, but I did watch a lady out him because she has researched him. I can't remember mm-hmm. her name for the life of me, but she's a Canadian uh, comedian. And mm-hmm. she does videos on YouTube and she's hilarious. A little bit on the raunchy side, but hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she outed him and she said mm-hmm. that, that he's that's what he's been doing. So to take that influence and to kind of negatively in a way mm-hmm. too try to fool people, like, but he's some god because he's so such a guru right <laughs> and yeah. it's sad what people do for money i guess well yeah that 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 that, that bothers me that, that was part of my um debate with my partner this morning was about manipulation yeah yeah and i was saying that everything is a like everything is a manipulation even if you pay people for a job Oh, for that, sure. that that's a manipulation because it, yeah. it it's influencing people and my my I understand my partner's argument she was saying that um she was saying that if I offer my services to somebody that's not influencing them but it is affecting the situation and any effect is is, is kind of influence so it, it is mm-hmm. it, when when money gets involved it's it it, it, it makes things cloudy but at the same time what what else are we gonna use you know you can't you can't go back to you know the farmer taking all his animals with him wherever he goes <laughs> yeah, know, as, yeah. As it, to in, in that sense of barter and trade so um yeah the, the ability of people to be fooled is as you know, as as Einstein Einstein said, that human stupidity is endless, right? So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so you can you you can't fool all of the people all of the time, but you can fool a hell of a lot of them. And well, I think so. I think so. It's like the sheep. I always call it the sheep mentality, the herd mentality. Yeah. Right? Well, here's I've here's something. I've always been the other side of that. I always here's... question everything. <laughs> Yeah, question, question everything. Well, and well, I he, and I tell my kids to too. Like when yeah. they say to me, "Well, why?" I'm like, "I'm I'm thankful that you're questioning this, but mommy's saying why because this. You know what I mean? Like not don't just say okay. Yeah. You know, unless I've told you ten times already, then you better just say okay and do it. <laughs> but the first yeah. time, right? If they don't understand, they're saying why for a reason, so they don't get it. They're little children. They don't understand 
what the rules are and why they are. It's just these are the rules and follow them or else. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it's really important to question everything so that you understand what your what your own stand, standpoint is. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and even even people with good intentions can get things wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and and people can change their mind over time as well as people mm -hmm. learn new things and have new ideas and and um, are yeah. are they, they they encounter different people and hear different arguments. I I think yeah. the the intelligent person adapts when they when they come across new information. But yeah, people are fixed into ridiculously stubborn habits i'm looking in the mirror mm -hmm. as i say that uh, mm -hmm. yeah. and um yeah and the classic example of that is um that if, if people are into sport and they support a particular football team they never change their allegiance yeah. right you don't get yeah. somebody in you know british soccer who you know changes from supporting manchester united to supporting liverpool right yeah you don't get somebody who supports like one basketball team changing to support another and and or or jumping from one political party to another you know people uh, have their allegiance for their 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 whole life they, they they pick a side and and forget that it's a game <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, it's it's all just a giant game so um back to um yeah i don't know back to the sort of trump leadership about what i what i think about that is I, I don't know i don't know what to think about it it seems to me that it doesn't matter who leads yeah very very little fall very, very little follows on and no one knows what's no one knows what's going on i mean how many departments do governments have how many departments do universities oh, yeah. have what the yeah. hell are all these organizations doing and you know there's there's, there seem to be like a billion organizations busy doing things. Nothing. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, it's like, what are these, what are these people? And, and it's all, it's all packaged perfectly to make it look like it's going to be of some benefit to society at some point in time. But, um, yeah. um, I'm, I'm slightly skeptical of the way that everything is, is, is packaged. I'll, I'll give you a, give you a controversial example. Um, so in the north of Scotland, one of the main industries is uh, the whiskey industry, and uh, it brings a lot of tourists in, and it's uh, this massive trade worldwide provides a lot of employment, uh, builds up uh, a lot of industry infrastructure, and um, I'm I'm wondering when. These organizations are gonna repay society for all the liver damage and all the diseases that are going to be that that, that are caused by by the consumption of hard alcohol, because yeah. the num the the number one killer in the world statistically is alcohol. More people die from alcohol-related diseases than from anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so the largest industry in the north of Scotland, or one of the largest and most successful and most popular and lauded and applauded, is the industry that leads to death. Yeah, same here, I'm sure. And, and that, that, that just confuses and puzzles, puzzles me, because it 
because everything is everything is painted very bright and beautiful and pretty colors but nobody nobody wants to deal with the other side right nobody yeah. wants to deal with the other side and that's pretty much the how i view politics as well it's pretty much how i view trump as well it, it's it we don't know what we don't know and yeah i got um I don't know. And we never for, will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, like I, like I, I, I have faith, and mm-hmm. and 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 yet, how much I trust people is is um, related to the fact that I have to trust but verify everything that everybody does mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's yeah. like i will if, if someone says something i'm like i i trust that they think that they're right but even honest people make mistakes so you want to yeah. yeah check it and double check it and triple check it yeah and and yeah. god knows what's going on like i just got um i'm just just thinking about this because I'm, I'm i'm standing here in this room and there's this electrical socket and uh, and uh so we i I ended up getting this electrician in to fix the the internet in this new flat that we've got because it wasn't working properly, and the electrician came in and and looked at everything. And he went, "Oh my God, you know, this like who did this? I mean, the whole place could catch fire, right?" Oh man. And and you know, you 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 trust that everyone knows what they're doing, but. Mm-hmm seems to me there's a hell of a lot of people who've got absolutely no idea what they're doing and obviously some professional electrician came in before and fixed everything the wrong way yeah yeah um, <laughs> Scary. yeah so uh i don't i don't i don't know that the, the government government is a juggernaut and um it's heading in one particular direction i would step out of its way and let it let it drift on past and yeah. <laughs> and wave bye bye to it <laughs> yeah uh, um you know the the idea that government is protecting us from something i think is kind of an illusion because i don't think it can it can't protect itself from itself right yeah well so and you know the other thing too that the one thing i said to the board of the government i said with in specifics to the drug crisis, I said, this is not a government problem. It's a human problem. Mm-hmm. You know, the government, we shouldn't be looking to the government to fix this. We should be reaching out to our freaking neighbors and talk to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, it's a society problem. It ain't a government problem. And just yeah. demanding that the government fix it, that just seems kind of privileged and entitled behavior, in my opinion. Yeah, well, there's a there's enough films out there, sort of semi depicting reality. That uh, what's the um, what's the Al Pacino film where he plays the New York cop? It's based on a true story. Uh, um, not Scarface, something. Um, I can't remember. Anyway, it's a famous New York cop. Yeah, it's true. It's based on a true story, where um, the the cop takes on the drug dealers and he ends up getting like shot in the head by another cop. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and the true story is the guy actually survives, and uh, but obviously can't go back to work, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and there was an interview with the original cop. Uh, 
semi-recently and he he was asking how how corrupt was the police department when when you were when you were working there he was like oh like 95 percent of the officers were corrupt yeah wow. and he's like what's it like now it's like 100 percent now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's 100 percent. the whole thing is yeah. corrupt well yeah. you i think you'd have to be like i know a couple people that work in the jail and they're not upstanding citizens by any means, but they're guards at the jail. So, like, how do drugs get in the jail? I could probably name a few. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, people need to people need to make the money, their money on the side, yeah, yeah. as yeah. As, as well. And the, there's the greed, right? The greed, the power, the everything. It's just uh, to me, it's sickening. Like, I'd rather live with nothing. And be happy in a, in that kind of sense, rather than like since mm-hmm. we've moved, our bills have doubled because we had like we live in the city, so the housing is a lot more expensive, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Now my husband has to work two jobs in oh order for me to stay home. Yeah, so he's never home. He sees the kids maybe an hour a day, and I'm home all the time trying to kind of look after them and. I work as much as I can to make a little extra money, but it's ridiculous. Like between the two of us, it's six thousand dollars a month to live. Yeah, it's well the the cost of living is is quite horrendous, and mm-hmm. um, people have people have kind of trapped themselves into living living certain ways. I yeah scaled down my life over the last five years to the point where i have i have like two bags that's my stuff like my my but you know my kids and my partner and they've got a lot of stuff that that they need questionable (laughs) in Mm -hmm. my my opinion but they they feel like they need the stuff so that's that that's that's cool that they can have it but um i've just objects and you know the What's the old saying? The possessions end up possessing you. Yeah, that's yeah. The, well, that's it's what... true. It's true. Um, that's what my husband says to me all the time. He says, "This is the this is how we choose to live. So this is what it is. This I'll work extra." And I'm like, "Oh my God!" And then when I think about living in a tiny house with these two boys, it's like, "No, I'll sacrifice for a bit longer. <laughs> At least when oh, yeah. I get older." <laughs> It's when we become accustomed to that. I know I, uh, prime example, when we moved here, I was so excited because our old house had three bedrooms and one bathroom. Um, And this house has five bedrooms and three bathrooms. And I was like so excited. And then now, like not even a year later, I'm like, I hate bathrooms. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to clean one. Oh, yeah. Thinking with three. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know people with big houses and I could you spend all day going from top to bottom keeping the place that's clean. all I do that's all I do from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed and we really only use like the, the upper floor the kids yeah. do their gaming downstairs but it's ridiculous and we pay just about two thousand dollars a month plus power and heat and mm-hmm. everything else and it's like what are we doing this is ridiculous but at the same time I'm just not ready to downsize yet <laughs> Yeah, well, the, the, there's so many ad, advantages and disadvantages to um, to a, to a place where where people yeah. live, whether it's a flat or a house or whatever. I've 
change. Let's see, one, two, two, the last, the last three, four years each year, I've lived somewhere different, and it's it's brought a lot of advantages and a lot of disadvantages, but more advantages because yeah. you, though human beings adapt, we have this yeah. great adaptability. We can we can we can survive in any in any kind of kind of place. We very much adapt to whatever's in the environment. Whatever we have around we can use and whatever's not here, well we sort of can't use. I mean there's yeah. there's there's a bit of an an extension on that now where uh where you know you could have things delivered like through uh like eBay or whatever so you don't have to completely depend on everything which is local. But yeah. But this, most of the good things are all local. Like, I mean, if you want to go outside and do something, you have to kind of do it locally. Yeah. yeah. So, so the environment that 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 we're in and the things that are around about us really, really matter. My my daughter has just walked into the room with. What have you got, Jazz? <laughs> oh! Wow. She she cut out lots of hearts and just. No. Uh, no? Is it? Zora she cut out the heart. Did it. Oh. And I wanted to you. And you did. You <laughs> she she cut out lots of hearts and then blew them all over me, which was uh, oh nice, uh, which, <laughs> which which is really nice. And now there are lots of little hearts all over the place, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. And then you'll be reminded of their love all the time. I I, I will as I'm picking them up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's how I'm with Nerf darts around here. That's oh awesome. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've done done that, done that, done that, done that, done that as well. Took my kids to a um, to a sale where people was like a garage sale where people were selling off stuff, and all the girls wanted to do was buy Nerf guns and shoot each other. Nice, um, nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, it's it's, uh, it's 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 their fun, and whatever they want to do is cool with me. So um, yeah. Um, so the, the um, yeah back to the the, the the environment of where people live it's little little changes can make massive differences yeah mm -hmm. so I'm right now I'm living three four five miles maybe five miles away from where I was living last year and it's like being mm -hmm. on a different planet yeah yeah it's a completely different planet it, it just a, a little i'm like five miles down the coast yeah okay and yeah. um without, without even really realizing it that 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 five miles down the coast there's a nice big beach with a microclimate where it really doesn't rain very much and it's oh. all the get getting the sun is, is cool and it, it's it's i don't know i just did those little those little those little things um mm -hmm. make, make massive differences and i think that um when people are searching for a place to live, it's important to consider what is happening around where it is that you want to live. Like you were talking about the drug dealers and, and people yeah. stealing stuff and things. It's just, I, I can't go back to that. I no. can never I can you never know, go back to living changes. in a place like that. Well, and it changes everything too. Like when I first, so being, we were on an acreage, we had like no houses close to us. All we could see outdoor, well, I think you've seen my photos of the mountains. It's mm -hmm. beautiful. It's quiet. And I was mm -hmm. peaceful there. Um, my brain went on, but my brain went on in a positive way. So I was mm -hmm. trying to influence and doing my coaching and that kind of thing. 
And yeah. I moved here, and at first it was better. It was okay because mm-hmm. it, the convenience was nice. I, I experienced all the good things. It was a bigger house. It was a nicer house. It was a newer house. Mm-hmm. Um, but then quickly, <laughs> once the snow mm-hmm. melted, uh, I realized mm-hmm. that it's not such a beautiful place, you know. It's, uh, it's, and that, that energy has really kind of affected me negatively. So now my mind doesn't stop on the problems and all the things that are going wrong around this place, you know. <laughs> and it does. Yeah. It changes your whole perception well, of who you are and where you are. Well, if your brain has to be in that sort of defensive alert mode all the time, that takes mm-hmm. energy away from you know, positive things that, that people can achieve. If you have to be worried or live in fear of something, then you're not going to be as, you're probably not going to be as positively productive as if you, yeah. as if you lived out maybe maybe in the middle of nowhere. At the same time, there's um. It's it's what I what I read about once, which is also my experience, that where you have more people, you have more opportunities. And where you have more people, yeah. you generally have people of higher intelligence, higher higher IQ, higher EQ, because they're navigating and dealing with people a lot of the time, which is a right. which is a complex activity. Where you have less people, you tend to have people who are more stubborn about ideas and and less less willing to to compromise and less willing to change and so as much as i enjoyed living out in the country when i lived out in the country it was very much being surrounded by people who were very much fixed in their ways whereas when i've lived in more urban environments it's been it's been easier to relate to people about what i would call more educational intellectual topics and have proper right. proper discussions rather than just um rather than just arguments right. with, with people or opportunities to 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 learn things but each environment offers its positives and negatives and it's up to you know people themselves what they what they want to take out of it i um I can see a lot of reasons for living in the city, and um, there I, I did that myself for a while. But you know, there's, there's ages and phases of life that people go through. Yeah. So uh, you know, when I was when I was younger, I had more energy to go out and party, and now that yeah. I'm a bit older, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna um, actually don't want to go out and party anymore. Yeah, chilling anymore. Is chilling is good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I. I I I just want to get up and I just want to get up early and do things and not sleep at yeah. night. I don't know. It's just the the the, the perspective the, the yeah. perspective is different. Yeah, I, yeah. I think you people always hustle when it's things that they enjoy, but uh, you kind of hustle in different ways as you go through the, the different stages. Yeah. And ages. yeah. Well, that's just it. And like you said, with opportunity, like for me, I've had for my business, I've had opportunity doing the furniture because there's more people here, right? People wouldn't come 45 minutes out of the city to to get what they need. What's going on, you guys? There's a my daughter would like to say something. What's up, Jess? What's going on, bud? Oh, I'm going to take you to the park. Yeah, but you have to wait a little bit and finish the call. Yeah. And we're waiting for things to dry as well. Is it like after supper there right now? This is um, 
Let's see. Uh, it's 5.30 in the evening here. Awesome. Uh, dude, we don't have a supper time. You know, it's sort of... We, we just do whatever, wherever, whenever. There's no yeah. real specific time for anything at all, as you sort of do when you homeschool or run school. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, and do things like that. Uh, work affects certain certain times but both me and my partner work from home so we kind of oh, have funny. that bit of freedom to yeah. do whatever whenever also means we get on each other's nerves a lot but uh, that's well that i think i don't know i think it's good it's good it's just like we said before there's bad to everything too but i think it's good i think my 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 my, my my daughter my daughter needs to fight with me right now I think so um, what's what's on your agenda coming up in in the future do you want to do some uh, we have time to do a few more calls um, in the future or what's what's, yeah, what's on your, sure. I'm your not horizon? doing much on the horizon I've just been focusing on painting furniture and doing that kind of thing and uh, and saving and saving the world. Yeah, trying to save the world <laughs> in my dreams, maybe. <laughs> well, I think we all we we all contribute in different ways uh, to, well, that's to doing just that. It. And I think as long as you're um, putting in your part, whether it makes an effect at all, it doesn't matter. It's just you just gotta get off your ass and put in your part, and that's what I'm doing. Well, you've got to. I think we all have to make sure that what we're doing ourselves is the right thing. And yeah, um, I think back to the you know a lot of the political problems are people want to tell everybody else what to do without being able to sort out their own shit first. So yeah, um, yeah, and that's that's kind of yeah. my destination is to kind of just work on me and try to not let what else affects me affect me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, look, like, for me, life is simpler and more beautiful when I just cut out, cut out the noise. And you know, a lot of what other people are doing for me is just noise. It's just noise. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, it doesn't um, improve the quality of my life. I'm not saying it affects me in a negative way. It just doesn't yeah. contribute. So I try not to worry about that, about yeah. that too much. And that that's my, my 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 daughter has started full scale war now, and, it's just, and <laughs> jazz. Are we are we what, what game are we playing? Jazz. Tackle game. The tackle game. The tackle game. The, the tackle game where 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 uh, jazz, my four year old, has to tackle daddy and bring nice. daddy bring daddy to the ground, and then bring daddy to the park. <laughs> yeah, and then pretend that daddy is a trampoline. Oh, and, uh, and 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 bounce up and down. So um, well, you I, enjoy that, and and it was nice to chat with you. And we'll yeah, it's it, it, it's it's great to catch up, and um, we'll we'll keep in touch through uh, through Facebook because that's what it's for, and <laughs> and uh, um, that's it. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll send you a couple of. Uh, messages and maybe we'll uh, be able to do another little call and I'm sure there's some aspect of either what's going on around about us or family or adventure or kids or whatever else or work or ah, that, that I'm sure there's a there's a in this list of subjects yeah. that, uh, that, that that we could ex that we could explore um, this um, uh, 
maybe I'll put this out on one of my podcast channels as a chat if, sure. if that's if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's cool you. with me. Okay, super. Okay. Yeah, I've got to gotta go and tackle now. It's tackle All right. time. Right. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Okay, you too. You take care. Bye-bye. You too. Thanks. Bye.